You're listening to a compilation of the best bits of Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Because even funny people are allowed a day off. Chris Ramsey is here. Rosie Ramsey is here. So the other day, I, I was trying... It's half term. Mm. It's As you know, it's, it's hard work, isn't it? Like, Terrible. It's, it's horrible. It's awful. <laughs> it's really hard because you like. I had big plans for half term as well, like because I've been working, I've been on tour, mm-hmm. and I've got you know got all the kids all week. I was like, okay, let's do loads of things. And by the Wednesday, I'm like, there's an iPad for three hours and a packet yeah. of skips. I'm like, <laughs> enjoy, <laughs> enjoy, guys. <laughs> but we did, you know, we did enough. We did enough that I feel like we've had a good week. But it's the it was the cooking every day. That was the. Because sometimes, you know what, at least when I know they're at school, I know they're getting a good, solid, <laughs> hot meal in the middle of the day. Yeah, yeah. So I can relax a little bit at tea time. I think I'll be all right, you know. But you can't do McDonald's every day. That's yeah. wrong, you know. If the kids have got the same Happy Meal toy twice, <laughs> you've been to McDonald's too much. <laughs> yeah. Because they yes. change weekly. <laughs> so I thought, right, okay, we'll do some, you know, I did a little order online. And uh, got all my stuff. And then I thought, right, I'll prepare some meals. I'll do that. And I made, not that, this is not an amazing meal, but we made macaroni cheese, three cheese macaroni cheese. Wow. I know, like my kids care that there's three cheeses in it. Yeah. Hmm, I can uh, some parmesan. <laughs> um, with uh, frankfurters, you know, like at hot oh, dogs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like a, a an amazing meal. Right. It was fun, though. It was a nice meal to have. And I knew they'd eat it, and that'll do me, right? We did it with salad, which they just looked at. <laughs> And uh, anyway, I, talk, I said to my dad, oh, I said I made um, macaroni cheese with frankfurters the other day. And uh, for like a three, but I didn't know how to make a cheese sauce, so I had to like find the recipe for it yeah. online. And he said, out of nowhere, he went, I invented that. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what? He said, I invented that. 1984. I invented it. 1984. <laughs> macaroni cheese with, with hot dogs in it. Invent it. Wow. I saw a recipe. Wow. Like, there's a recipe online. <laughs> he went, I invented it. Someone's had that, but I've, I invented wow. that first. Nobody was doing macaroni cheese with chopped up hot dogs. That's amazing. And I invented it in 1984. That's what I was brought up on. Like, 1984, <laughs> that was our meal. I mean, I'm still doing it now. Like, yeah. you're confident, your dad is. But he was so confident. Like, he was oh, having none of it. Wow. Wow. Invented I that. invented that. That's so and old. I, and I thought, actually, I reckon there's a lot of people out there. Who reckon they've invented a popular meal? Yeah, mm-hmm. or or an unpopular meal. Maybe you're the sort of person you know. Maybe you think you're the first person who dipped toast into tea. I don't know. You know, you oh, might be. That's, God. <laughs> some people do these things. You know. Okay. I used to have grapes in between crisps. Oh, I think I invented that. Tell, them, fancy, tell them what yeah. you do with crisps. Tell them. Go on. Right, well, tell them what you do. I have a bag of crisps and I just lick all the flavour off and then I put them on a plate. I used to put them on my knee. I put them on a plate. Yeah. Let them dry. Stack them up like a little sandwich and I just. Or soggy, yeah. They're, no, they're like dried, but they're not got any flavour. Uh, now and then you will forget, and you'll just walk past and take one of our crisps off oh the god, plate and go, the... "I've picked the wrong crisp." Oh my god, that's the worst thing I've ever heard. It's horrendous. I but it's I can't. Horrendous. I don't enjoy a bag of crisps unless I do that. Oh my goodness! Yeah. You is... see, I'm sitting on a train or in public, having to eat them normally, and there's just a real sadness behind our eyes. <laughs> I've said, haven't I? Yeah, sort of reminds me. You know the old joke about the guy who goes to visit his granddad in hospital, and his granddad's fast asleep in the, you know, in a, uh, in his bed, and there's a, a bowl of nuts. So he eats, he eats half the nuts, and when his granddad wakes up, he says, oh, "I'm sorry, I've, I've, I've ate half your nuts there." He said, "Oh no, I don't like them myself. I just suck the chocolate off." Oh, that's oh, that's, that's beautiful. Grim. 
This is Jason Manford. This is music matters. So we're talking about inventing food. What meal did you invent? Joel says he invented the crisp sandwich. No. That is That's a claim. confident. That is. I mean, come on, Joel. Ha, what, is he give any He's not given any background. Brilliant. Anyone can say that. Doesn't say yeah. what year he invented it. Brilliant. I invented the shoe. Next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to take these as red, but come on, play the game. Uh, I invented a super noodle omelette, somebody says, with uh, no taste buds anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> super noodle omelette. Wow, I've got so many questions. Got, Sad that well, image. That's got to be a student at some, when you yeah. invented that. Super noodle omelette. It's. I mean, it sounds very soggy. It does sound doesn't soggy, it? doesn't I it? Do, I love super noodles, though. Yeah, but the texture of that man's coming out of eating a flannel. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the super noodle, yeah. don't get me wrong. But yeah. in an omelette? No, no, absolutely not. No. no. Criminal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You should be ashamed of yourself. We are sending the police to your address now. We've Excuse me, sir. We have reason to believe you've uh, put super noodles in an omelette. Uh, uh, I like porridge oats and uh, with milk, uh, more with milk than water. I also like them with custard, but you've not lived until you put custard powder in with the oats before boiling water. Wow, like Mm. like, custard powder. Porridge trifle. Yeah, custard porridge. But why? Doesn't that Why? go against all that? Isn't porridge supposed to be like boring and healthy? And he's putting custard he's in it. I'm putting custard in yeah. it. Like he's missing the point yeah. of porridge. I'll tell you what I did recently. I've never done. You know, sometimes on the old adverts of porridge oats and they go, and at the bottom it says, try with sugar or salt. And mm. you're like, salt? Yeah. Who's having salt with the porridge? Anyway, I tried it. It's all right. Nice. Really? Yeah, it's yeah. all right, you know. Wow. Yeah, I thought it was just... savoury. I thought it was the Scots just... Like uh, punishing themselves. Yeah, water, water and salt. Yeah, I thought they were like, <laughs> just really like, you know, how like, can I make this even more disgusting? <laughs> Put a bit of salt in it, love. But actually, was it nice? It's actually all right. All right it's okay. got a sort of a, you know, uh, oh. you know, salted caramel, you know. That, that sort right. of, I mean, it doesn't yeah. taste like salt. No. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to be really disappointed when I try yeah, this when I get something I, something I genuinely try to invent, and this is you, you've, you've honestly you've stirred up some some emotions in this. Oh, yeah. I forgot about this. I've told you about this many times, Rosie. Right? Mm-hmm. I was at um, college and I did business studies. Right. I mean, then... that surprises me. <laughs> all doesn't that it? Sen- all that sentence. <laughs> yeah. We met in college. I hide it well. He was really there. I hide it really well. Um, and the teacher wanted, said, oh, invent, like, you know, invent a new product. You know, right. it can be... It can oh, be, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and so that we, we did it for one of these things. And I came up with, it had to be food or drink related, and I came up with in, I mean, it, got, it must have been 2001, mm. I came up with mixer, alcohol and mixer in a can together. So a can of Jack Daniels and Coke, oh. can of gin and tonic... I and I came up with it and I did a full thing on it and he went, ah, stupid, no one to buy that. Whoa. And I went, you're joking. And he went, and then about five years later, I saw them in the shops. Unbelievable. I'm Not still the first time I've heard fuming. this story. <laughs> As you yeah, can imagine. I'm still Every time really he's on the train, texting you. Time. My tour manager, uh, big shout out to Reese if you're listening, he invented the boiler tap at uni. Oh, so hot water all the time. Hot water. They, he, he We've was, got one of them, yeah. He was uh, mm. fixing his shower Great. in his flat. Right. And he'd notice you could turn the thermostat up or whatever, and he was like, imagine doing this with boiling water. He did the same. He took it into uni. He told his lecturer. His lecturer went, stupid, no one would want it. <sighs> Hello, everywhere. Shouldn't listen to people, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Don't listen to your lecturers. Yeah, you, you get know what out there. About. Exactly. Well, I don't know where I'd be if I hadn't listened to some people, like, but you know. <laughs> no, <laughs> quite. Like Rosie, for example. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters.
I was out on Friday night with Ian Brown. And, uh, wow. Yeah, I know. I mean, I've never met before. So he he put on this show and I got a, we've got the same tour manager. So I got a text saying, oh, I'm doing a show in Manchester this Friday if you fancy coming along. I nice. Said, Why not? Yeah, I've got nothing else to do. It'd be great. So I went out to Lowry Hotel. It was like a little room mm-hmm. at the ha- Lowry oh, Hotel. 150 seats. And I saw Ian Brown there. I saw him. I thought, crikey. Apparently, they're like... Big pals, Dynamo and Ian Brown. Who knew? They were big oh, mates. Wow. And he's been to about eight of these shows. He's like, that's his thing. He's, 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 <laughs> wow. he's, he's into magic, it. Magic. He's into it in a big way, Ian Brown. <laughs> he loves magic. Who knew? <laughs> so strange. Dynamo's got so many massive famous friends. I think he just nicks their phone and puts his number in. Yeah, he's, he, I know. He's, he's always he's huge. I saw he tweeted the other day, like, you know, Rod Stewart was at his show in London. <sighs> People so, love it. He's very good, and it was a very He's good amazing, show. Yeah. Mm. And afterwards, he said, "Oh, we're going to go out for a, you know, for a drink, something to eat, or whatever." I said, "Oh, yeah, great. Oh, I'll come, come along." So I went out, and Ian Brown went out with Ian. Ian was there as well. And of course, when I was younger, Ian Brown was this like he was like he was a god. He was Manchester, know, Manchester, he? He was as Manchester. Well, an absolute yeah. god. He was, you know, he was rock. He was the epitome of rock, the rock and roll lifestyle. You know, yeah. sex and drugs and rock and roll. He was, yeah. the, he was the guy. And I'm suddenly just, you know, he went, oh, good to meet you, mate. You know, we're not, I've seen you and that. And I said, oh, fine. yeah, I'm a big fan. And we're having a chat. And eventually, my wife comes over. She's like, um, she's, she'd been chatting to a friend of hers in, in the bar. She said, oh, we better get going, you know. It's, it's nearly half 11. <laughs> I said, yeah, no, we should. Yeah, we should. And uh, she said, what are you two talking about? Because we, we were having an in-depth conversation. <laughs> the conversation we'd managed to get to was on the day of performing... What is the optimum time to have a nap? <laughs> <laughs> that was oh, my. I'm so yes. glad other Friday people have night that conversation. <laughs> yeah, with yeah. Ian Brown, this rock god. Right. What was his time? Well, interestingly, because right. we do different jobs, obviously, music's slightly different to yeah. comedy. Comedy, you've got to have your wits <laughs> about you a little bit. So, mm. uh, we reckon if you're performing at eight, yeah, then about half four, five o'clock. I'd agree. You know, uh, and, uh, mm. you know, and interestingly, you can have 15 minutes and feel amazing. You can mm. have an hour and a half and feel terrible. Mm. You know, yeah. you've got to try and find it's really the right, hard, isn't it? I, the I, right I, time. I, I really struggle to remember the last time I, I had a nap during the day. <laughs> it's really hard. I, I'd oh, love to join in with right. this conversation. You've triggered her, Jason. You've yeah, triggered her. Just, when I'm on tour, if I tell her uh, I've had a nap, that's funny. it. That's it. I haven't slept during the day for years, Jason. <laughs> what about when little one sleeps? Do you not have a little nap when the little one... He doesn't one... do it anymore. Does he not? No. Oh, that's annoying. And that's not... That doesn't happen. That's true. not real, is it? I know. I love that <laughs> phrase where you're, you're like, what are you... You've got to sleep when they sleep. You're like, oh, I'll do the ironing when they yeah. do the ironing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just sleep in the park, shall I, while he's a kip and he's pram. I'll just get on a bench. I'm a little kip. <laughs> Interestingly, Ian Brown said, he said, at one time I was, I was experimenting with my nap time. <laughs> This is the conversation I was this having in the Ivy in Manchester, which I'd never been to before. Oh, gosh. You know, I was experimenting with me, uh, with me nap time. <laughs> I said, oh, I. He said, yeah, I said to the lads in a band, I said, look, I'm going to sleep right up to showtime. Wow. I want to I literally, <laughs> like, as you walk into the st- stage, I want to be like, Ian, bang, wake up, let's get on set. I want to wow. just go out straight from a nap. I said, I couldn't do that. That I, would I be need the a few worst. He said it was the greatest gig. It was like a mad <laughs> dream. I was still in that mad moment in between sleep and awake, wow. but I was on stage. I know. That's amazing. Of all the things it. he's experimented with, nap times <laughs> isn't one of the things you would think. Crikey. What a, what a crazy conversation. This is the best of Jason Manford. This 
Music matters. Adam Rowe is my guest this morning. Uh, Sophie's message from Durham. This is one of these things. You know, we sort of, in this modern world now where we go, everyone's equal, everyone's equal, there's equality, everyone's the same, anyone can do anything. Doesn't matter what sex you are, everyone's equal. Listen to this. Sophie. <laughs> I'm only up this early because I'm expecting a parcel and it's being delivered by a courier driver I fancy, which means I have to do my hair and makeup. <laughs> How does she know who's delivering it? Well, maybe it just says, you know, Jeff's delivering your parcel at <laughs> 7 o'clock. How much stuff does this girl get delivered that well, she recognises Jeff's name? I've got a feeling she's a hoarder. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's, the house is full of stuff. Just Jeff's probably getting stuff. suspicious. This is the eighth kettle this week. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, when you go, Sophie is doing a hair and makeup because she fancies the driver, you're like, oh, that's quite cute. That's quite hot, actually. I get that. It's quite, you know, I can see that. But if I read a text and went, got a message here from Malcolm. He says uh, he's expecting a parcel that's been delivered by a courier that he fancies. <laughs> he got up early yeah. to do his hair and makeup. <laughs> I, I don't know about the makeup thing. No? I mean, don't get me wrong, if you want to put a bit on that, but I just yeah. think, yeah, just, just your face, your face is your face. Maybe I think it's as I've got older, I just think, I, I guess because now, generally, nobody really does their hair and makeup for me. <laughs> So it's I'm more not... you're trying to accept it rather than campaign <laughs> maybe for I'm, it. Yeah, trying maybe. to convince yourself that's what you like. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's, maybe that's what it is. I think just as you get older, your taste change, don't you? You know, there must be a point in your life, and I remember it. You know, there's obviously a point in your life in your twenties where you're into girls the same age, and they've all got they've all done the hair and the makeup, and they've spent hours in it. And as you get older, you know, like I like mums now. You know what I mean? I'm I, I'm married to a mum, and I, I I that's the they're the people I find attractive mums. You know, so and they don't get time to do a makeup on a, on a school run. They look in fact, I think that's what I find hot now. I'm I like, think oh. you need to go and see the, the school run in Liverpool, mate. <laughs> yeah, well, that's Rollers true. in, makeup ready for that Saturday night <laughs> yeah. on the Tuesday. Yeah, you, don't, <laughs> you don't get that in Stockport. <laughs> no, but I think that's that's what's that. I can see it myself. I'm like, oh, look at the bags on her eyes. <laughs> like, I'm into, oh, I love a tired mum. Oh. Oh. oh, she's got a little bit of baby sick on her shoulder. Mate. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, she looks like she can carry a few shopping bags. <laughs> Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Now, you must be able to get some stuff out of this. Crikey, this is right up your Brighton street. Right, go on, hit me. Uh, Peta. Is that what they're called? Or Peter? P-E-T-A. The Pet. Yeah, those people. Peta. Um So they have uh, come out this week, the animal rights charity, and they want people to stop using phrases that offend uh, vegans and and animals in general. Right. So phrases like, bring home the bacon, uh, should be banned because they avoid offending vegans. Okay. Uh, other expressions. Well, let's have, I'll go through the expressions, shall I? And then you can tell me what you... What, what I think about it. What they've done very cleverly and very handily, thank you, Petter, um, is they have given us uh, alternatives right, okay. to use. So bring home the bacon is now... Uh, bring home the bagels. Bring home the bagels. Yeah, so I guess it's still a breakfast I, sort of meal. I don't know how the wheat intolerant will feel about that. Yeah, exactly. Of course, you know. Yeah, exactly. Now you've offended them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and you're and you're uh, appropriating uh, culture from the Jewish yes. community. Yeah, I mean, so, not happy with that one. Tough one. Um, out is uh, this next one. Let the cat out the bag. Right. They've changed it to spill the beans. Okie dokie. Spill the beans is already a phrase, though. It is already a phrase, yeah. Yeah. And, and I thought, as you know, 
it's nice to let the cat out of the bag. Mm. That's a positive That's thing. That's a positive thing. It was in a bag, now it's out of a bag. If anything, they should be behind that. Yeah, Please start absolutely. letting more cats out of bags. Free the cats from the bags. All your eggs in one basket. Right. Uh, can you say all your berries in one bowl? Mm, <laughs> not really. No, I don't want can to. Can you? No. Because I think the thing with all your eggs in one basket is the sort of jeopardy of them breaking. That's the... Yes. If you put all of your eggs in one basket and you drop that basket, yeah, then all it. of your eggs are gone. Whereas your berries, well, they're still edible. It's a smoothie. Exactly. So, you know, <laughs> it's a win-win. Oh, what about this, uh, which we have done today. Uh, open a can of worms. Right. Can you just start using the phrase, open Pandora's box? Mm. Again. Pandora, long dead, full of worms. So it's... Yes. It's, uh, I mean, I've never fully understood the can of worms. Why would you have a can of worms in the first why place? Why would you have one? I yeah. guess if you open it, there's no way you're getting them worms back, back in. in. I yeah. think that's the idea but mm. yeah i don't i don't know where a lot of these phrases come from no. i'm not sure but how do they feel about um the early bird catches the worm because that is indeed an animal well, animal an, on animal crime. animal on an animal crime yeah i think that's okay i think, is that all I think right? they don't mind that do they when it's animals and animals okay. that's yeah. just the natural order of things mm. the early bird does catch, get, the worm. catch the worm yeah i mean that's factually correct yeah if i said it like the early bird <laughs> catches the worm like, if i said it like that you'd be like oh very yeah, interesting i didn't know true. that that's yeah. the way that works. I'm going to read the rest of these uh, after this. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. We've been talking about um, Peter Petter, uh, the, uh, the animal rights charity, who have... Um, Totally missed the point of, <laughs> like, saving animals by picking on something that was just not a thing. It's really not a thing. It's, it's, it's language of old, isn't it, really? Yeah. What they want to do is they want to get rid of some of the phrases that contain animals or, uh, you know, meat-based products in them to avoid offending vegans. Right. Now, I, don't, I know a couple of vegans. Yeah. I don't think any of them are bothered. No, not really. It's not the big issue, is it, at the moment? It really isn't. The big issue is... They've is... got bigger fish to fry. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> so you can't say that no. anymore. That's been banned. <laughs> yeah, the big issue is the sustainability of, 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 the, of, of the environment yeah. if we all continue to eat as much meat as we possibly as we do. It, yes. has to be, it does have to be addressed. But by going down this yeah. alleyway, they are... They are flocking a dead horse. Oh, um, yes, they are. Oh, you can't say that anymore. Anyway. No, that's off no, the list. No, that's, that's gone. Uh, that's, um, can you change that to feed a fed horse? Feed a fed horse? Yes. Why would you even feed a fed horse? Surely well, that's wool crawl. It's, it's full. I know. Yes, exactly. <laughs> stop, stop giving it sugar lumps. Yeah, you. yeah. It's like I'm bursting, mate. Uh, yeah, hold your horses. Can yeah. you change that to hold the phone? No, because oh, what if you're a cockney? That's hold the dog and bone, and then that's offensive. Oh, this is going... Oh, well, they're, they're done. Yeah. Rhyming slang's out of, out of here. Killing two birds with one stone... Feeding two birds with one scone. <laughs> That's what they want to change it to. And again, you shouldn't give birds uh, bread-based products because it's Who bad for their is... system. And They'll certainly, bloat up. And certainly not a scone. Not a scone or a scone. Or a scone, no. either. Yeah. Uh, who's... Who's going out? I'll just put a little bit of cream and jam yeah, on. Yeah. Tweet, 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 tweet. What's he saying? He has jam on first. He's from uh, Cornwall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, take the bull by the horns. Can you change that to uh, taking the flower by the thorns? I, mean, I actually quite like that one. That's quite nice. It's quite actually. sweet, that one. That's yeah, quite but, sweet. But still, it's not. there's no danger. I mean, yes, you might get a little prick. prick. Yeah. But not take the bull by the horns, that is... Yes. Death, certain death. 
Not as like, oh, ow. <laughs> Somebody has had to go through these. Yes, yes. Can I tell you something? Tell me. I can't bear it, but I don't think I can get away with saying that. Thing. No, you can't no. do that. Bear no. left. No. That's out of here now. That's gone out of here. Butterflies in your tummy, you cruel. I know. You are cruel. <laughs> It just doesn't make any sense, does it? <laughs> Who has got the time? More than one way to skin a cat. Is a weird phrase anyway, it to is be a strange, fair. It's a strange um, phrase. But apparently the phrase, uh, not enough room to swing a cat, it's mm. nothing to do with a cat. Oh, OK. It's, uh, it's, I think a cat was a word for an old whip. Ah, okay. So it was like a cat of nine tails. It so, it was, so it had like nine whips like QI. On it. Yeah. We've got all QIs, have we? Yeah. Yeah. We're well clever. Yeah, man. Uh, more than one way to skin a cat. They wanted to change to more than one way to peel a potato. But there is isn't. There, though? No, I don't know there if there isn't. isn't. I mean... Is there one more than one way to peel a potato? Not Please. really. Well, you do it with your feet. Uh, well or badly, yeah. I'm not having... Or like in these lazy restaurants, I'm like, skin on fries. I'm like, jog on, mate. Yeah, peel it. Skin them. <laughs> like a cat. <laughs> That's how I have my potatoes. This is the best of Jason... Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. John Bishop is uh, halfway through a croissant. Well, no, banana. Oh, you're onto the banana now. I'm, I've moved from croissant to banana. I keep saying it wrong. I keep saying croissant. But you don't say the R, do you? you say croissant. 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 I'm not cultured like you. I'm not cultured. <laughs> he says in a mouthful. <laughs> I'm just ambitious. I'm just... <laughs> I mean, Dad used to call croissants empty pasties. <laughs> What's the point of them? I mean, they look like there should be something in there, and there's yeah. nothing. I've got to say, I'm not. A, I'm not a massive. I've took a bite of mine. I'm not a massive fan. They're not my go-to snack. No, no. I'd much rather have a full packet of Jaffa cakes. <laughs> That's where I'd go to. I've got no discipline. That's my problem with food. <laughs> mate, mate, you've got six kids. I know you've got no discipline. Well, that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot of children to be fair. You definitely, you definitely are not one person, you're the, the one person I know who doesn't go, not now. <laughs> I'll put that off. It's like, well, I'll have it all. I've only done it four times. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm pressing. <laughs> Helen Turner says, uh, her muddle class moment, I used to know a guy who would buy a Pierre Cardin hand towel, cut out the label and sew it in to his Marks and Spencer's suit. That's a long... The, the, that's a, that, what, first of all, that's a lot of effort. Isn't it? Secondly, why would you tell anyone you've done that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At some point, he's gone up and gone, hey, seeing that? From a flannel. I've took that. From a flannel. I've put it in my suit. What do you reckon? That is ridiculous. <laughs> Amazing. Mike Booth says, when I dropped my phone down the loo, uh, my mum uh, bought me some rice to put it in. She'd bought Waitrose Finest Basmati Rice. Tesco Value White Rice would have been absolutely fine. Does that really work, that, putting your phone in rice? Does it? Is that a thing? Does it? Yeah, done it about three times. Adam agrees. I didn't know that was a thing. What happens? It just takes all the... So it soaks up all the liquid inside your phone and then about 20 hours later, 24 hours later, it'll start working. Wow. Who worked that out? Who was the first person? Who was the first person to drop his phone in the bog and go, Oh! And then his mate went, it's all right, I've got a bowl of rice, just put your hand in and get it. <laughs> yeah, there's something definitely wrong there. Uh, Kershaw Parkin, my six-year-old son dipping his potato waffles into hummus. 
yeah, that's, yeah, that's hummus. hummus. Just, just a word. Just a word, yeah, you're right. I don't know when they invented it. When did hummus and couscous get invented? It must I think, have, I was, I, I think it, it, it was literally five years ago. Prior I've, to that, never yeah. existed. I think I was married before I saw a chickpea. <laughs> I'm here all week. <laughs> There is so many, so many variations on that. Before I saw the chick pee. Uh, we're, we're not live this morning, so don't uh, don't uh, text in. But I did. I was going through my um, notes. So I thought, oh, what's what's happened recently that I can talk about? I don't know if you do this on your notes. I I often write things down and think, oh, that'll be funny. I'll have a little laugh about that when I get on the radio. I've got a note here. The guy that wouldn't let anyone use the water spray thing. That's I've one not, of you know. I've not a clue what it means, but I put afterwards V funny, V funny. That'll be funny, that. <laughs> that funny. fella, and he wouldn't let anyone. He wouldn't let anyone oh, use the, the water, water spray. <laughs> the water spray, because everyone's lined up waiting for the water, and he's like, "No, no, you're not." <laughs> I'm absolutely going. Oh. I'm, I think I'm going absolutely. I'm going mad. I'm going mad. Uh, what else did I write about? Oh, this is the other thing. People who let the kids do answer phone messages. Pack it in. Stop that being a thing now. Just little things like that wind me up. Again, for you, you could have a kid a day. <laughs> <laughs> right, where's Monday's child? <laughs> Hello, it's Monday. <laughs> my daddy's not available. <laughs> Hello, it's Tuesday. My daddy's not available. <laughs> Hello, it's Wednesday. My daddy's not available. Maybe I'll do that. I might use yours. I might use that. <laughs> Clip that out. I'll have that for the answer for messages. <laughs> Absolute radio. Where real music matters. John Bishop is here. Yeah, is here. yeah. I've but come here so at least I've got somebody who doesn't sound like the dying on the radio. You, your voice and cold. You sound awful. I know. I don't know. What's, I just I've had it for two weeks. I can't. I can't shift it. Just can't shift it. But I'm not moaning about it. No, not allowed. No, no. But you don't mention it at home. I, do I you? never meant. I wouldn't to my wife. No, pointless. No. Yeah. It's funny because my wife's a, a drama producer. And uh, she works with actors all the time. And I've, I, this weekend I was working with Stephen Mangan, who was in one of her shows, The Split, for, on the BBC. And he said, oh, has uh, Lucy been looking after you? I said, no. Are you mad? It's just no, not, not an ounce of sympathy. I can see it in her face. As soon as I even just sneeze, she's like... Is that a, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I bet, I bet. And we're, he's we're, like, we're, but she's amazing on oh, set. She's she, lovely she on set. She cares and yeah, loves lovely. us. I was like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she's being paid. Exactly. <laughs> so, and that's what you need to do. Give her a few quid. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you pay her, give her a clipboard. She'll look after you. That's maybe what I need. Yeah. I've, I just, I, you know, it is what it is. I'm just cracking on. Yeah. yeah I don't like that, to moan. Uh, that's what I like about you because those. Those British competitors in the Invictus Games look at heroes like you. <laughs> <laughs> God, that's, that's what we're that's trying what we're to... You know what I mean? Yeah, you're not getting any sympathy in in, in our family. In, in, just in general. Even when I've said it online, like, just just as a sort of, oh, I have a bit of a cold today, but crack it. People oh, are like, oh, right. You can't, your job, call that a job. Oh, yeah, I'm like, why don't you have a go at it? Yeah, yeah, call that a job. Look yeah. at you, you've got a little cold of you, eh? I'm fitting radiators, I'm on a roof. Look at you moaning. Yeah, well, stop Nancy, putting radiators on a roof. Singing and dancing. <laughs> Is that what you do, singing and dancing? That's it. Not an ounce of sympathy. Although, I must say, I'm getting a bit annoyed of this uh, man flu phrase that comes up every so often. I know we don't get... I know we're not the victim of sexism a lot as men, but every so often you just get a bit... Yeah, you mention it online. Oh, you got that man flu. 
Well, yeah, yeah. It's starting but, to annoy me a little but bit. But there used to be man-sized tissues to deal with the man flu, and you can't have man-sized them. They're just big. They've so gone. now man flu will just become big flu. Big flu. I've just got big flu. Yeah, I've changed my name, Jason <laughs> Personford. <laughs> sorted yeah, that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gender yeah. neutralford. <laughs> <laughs> Matters. Alex Horn is my guest. Yes, here I am. Yes. Now, we probably should explain a little bit that um, there's been a bit of a mess up. That's the right term, I think. That was the right term mm. for a Sunday morning on the radio. My fault? Uh, Sorry, your fault? No, it's not your fault, actually. You're the least person to blame Thank for you. this mess up this mm-hmm. morning. Um, is that a phrase? <laughs> least person to blame? Not... It is now. Anyway, it is. Uh, I'm in Manchester, and where are you, Alex? I'm in London. And uh, we are supposed to be in the same city. Yes, Birmingham. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that would have worked out, to be honest. <laughs> um, and uh, But there was a mess up with the diaries, and we literally found out maybe five minutes ago mm. that we weren't going to be face-to-face to do this chat I mean, I today. prefer it in some ways. I'm so bad at eye contact and social <laughs> skills. Quite like this. <laughs> I kind of like. It. I was looking. I was must say. I was looking forward to catching up with you because it's been a while. Yes, and I'm wearing my special outfit. Well, what are you wearing? I can't tell you that now, Jason. You've missed oh. it. Mm. It's a suit, but it's not a normal. Suit. It's either a wet suit or a play suit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what a play suit is. <laughs> or a wet play suit. It might be. It, it, by the end. It. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, so uh, we are in in different towns, unfortunately, because uh, there was a mess up with the diary, and we're pre-recorded. I mean, this show could not be any. <laughs> Weirder. The <laughs> chemistry is still there, isn't it, Jason? Oh, we're, mate, we're you know, bouncing, we're along. bouncing. I think this is not a bad way to have a double act, just being separated by... <laughs> yeah, you probably stay together longer. Man. Yeah, probably. probably because, because most, Yeah, most people are annoying, aren't they? Most people. I'm yet to meet anyone who's not a bit annoying. No, no. And I include myself in that. Yes, no, I'd I agree with myself. you on that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have I met anyone that's not annoying? No. There's got to be someone. Someone who's not annoying in any way. I mean, even if you're, even if you've been annoyed, you can be annoyed by your own mum. I sort of think Michaela Strachan might be. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I reckon she's probably pop up. Oh, she might get. Mm. It was, anyway, um, well, I was going to ask you about this. Actually. I don't know if you are you a big football fan, Alex. I am. I'm a Liverpool fan because I was born uh, and brought up in Chichester. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> and uh, they were very good when I was six, and I, you know, I regret yes. not sporting Chichester, but. I think no. I, I think it's more enjoyable to be a Liverpool fan than a Chichester fan. I think you've played the long game well mm. there. Thank you. Because uh, they're always going to be up there, aren't they, Liverpool? And they're certainly up there now. Well, we might meet in the final. I think that's the uh, the idea, isn't it, of the draw in the Champions uh, League? Yes, quite possibly, yeah. yeah. Man City, uh, well, it'll be interesting. And, and you've got the Premier League as well. That's very that's yeah, close, very close. I almost find it more enjoyable when you're sixth, though, because then you might get into the top. I mean, at the moment, we've we've either lost it, and it's, you know, and yeah, another 20 years. Yeah, second is not nice. No, it? it's not nice. But it's, I'm trying to enjoy it. I'm quite an optimistic person. Yeah. And, they, you know, they're good to watch, and uh, Mane Mar- and Virgil van Dijk are my, my heroes. I would not get on with them on a personal level. We would have a dreadful night out. But I'd... I don't think, yeah, I don't think football is... I don't think there'll be many footballers coming to see the horn section on tour. It would be my theory. Gordon Strachan has seen us before, and not right. for him. It wasn't for him in the end. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what he said? Yeah, yeah. Exactly those words. It's not for me. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, right. but I don't... Well, I mean, it is honest. a good show, but it's, it it's not, you know, it's not for football managers But if you've headed a lot of footballs, mm. you might not get all the jokes, is what I I think Dion Dublin would like it. Dion Dublin would love it. Mm. And I'm I'm good pals with Dion Dublin. Yeah. 
He's got he, his own uh, musical instrument, of course, the Doob. The Doob, yeah. Doob. In fact, he'll probably perform with you sometime. Well, we're hoping. I've actually weirdly got his phone number, but I've, t- I've texted him four times and nothing yet. Well, so I it will, might not be his phone number. Well, I will ring him. Please do. I will ring him. And uh, In fact, why don't, we ri- let, why don't we ring him right now? Yes? Yeah, let's ring him right now. Well, both of us. It... I'll ring him. Oh, no, good. it'd be weird coming from you. Let's okay. try and ring him. If he wants to go on our podcast or the live show and... All right, let me... Plug I'll his Doob. I actually spoke... Weirdly, I only spoke to him three hours ago. <laughs> Which is odd, isn't it? So I don't know if he's... Uh... I can't wait to hear how he answers the phone. I think it's good radio. I think it's great radio. Good. It's so suspenseful, good. isn't yeah. it? I mean, I'd leave an answer, answer phone message, but the last time that happened, the whole of the radio industry changed. Oh, Hello? Hello, Dion? Yeah, how are you, mate? You okay? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, no, I've not rang you by mistake. Have you got a minute? No, no, don't be okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> um, look, I'm, on, I'm doing my radio show now. I'm recording it. Yeah. And um, I'm talking to a mate of mine, Alex Horn. Hello, Dion. Who, um, who, you, who can't really hear each other. No, after no, I realise that now. Yeah. Um, and uh, he is a brilliant musician. You know, he's got a, he, he knows lots of brilliant musicians, sorry. Tell him I'm imaginative. He, he does a great show, a live show, and they want you to, it's very imaginative, and they want you to come on their show sometime to play the doob. Yes. You up for that? Yeah, why not? Yeah, great. Brilliant. All right. Well, they've got updates, so don't mention, I'll just, uh, don't mention Strachan. I'll um, and they reckon you're the nicest person. Yeah. Is it in a studio, Alex? Uh, it's in the saxophonist basement, but maybe don't mention that. No, it's uh, it could be it's it could be yeah. Yeah, it's in the studio. In the it's studio. In a stu- yeah. It's in a studio. It's in the studio. Um, yeah. yeah. All right, yes, please. <laughs> All right, mate. I'll put you in contact. Thanks, Jason. See you soon, pal. Bye, bye, bye. There you go. Look at that. I'm, I'm just a magician. I just, I just did that. I was, uh, my head was in my hands. Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> but he said, yeah. I know, I know. But I just, was it a full yes? Do you think it was a hundred percent? He's like you said, like Strachan. Mm. He's very, he's a lovely, <laughs> lovely man. He says what he thinks. Great. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll does. sort that out then. There you go. Glad I could help. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I went to South Africa for a little break. Yeah. Beautiful place. We went up uh, Table Mountain and... um, (laughs) <laughs> it's a weird thing, right? I don't know where I am in the letters stage of, like, fame. You know, the, like, you have A-list yeah. and Z-list. I don't think I'm Z-list, but obviously I would think that. I'm somewhere in the middle. Maybe G- like... G or H. G-list, I'd <laughs> say G-list. I'm yeah. happy with that. I get the odd selfie and stuff out and about the street, depending on if I've been on telly that week, really. Yeah. That, it's more often... Or where you are. Yeah, well. where I am. Um, so I, obviously, South Africa, no-one's going to have known me. Yeah. One guy had seen me on Graham Norton, weirdly enough, and they're in Table Mountain, and then I see some backpackers, British. Oh. And these two lads come over. Oh, you're the first famous person we met on our travels. Can we have a selfie? I said, yes. absolutely, yeah. And his mate went, no, he's not the only famous person. I said, I said, who's the first? He said, you're our best one, though. And I was all humble, like, don't be silly, I'm sure the first one was great. Who was the first one? We had a selfie with Nigel Farage in Namibia. Wow. Wow. What's he doing in Namibia? Well... It's almost like we don't know the man. <laughs> <laughs> Nigel Farage in Namibia. 
Wow. Random celebrities on holiday. Uh, in the 80s, I saw John Noakes in Menorca when I was about seven, before pet passports, so his dog wasn't with him. Oh, uh, sad, that's Mark That's a sad John Noakes story. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you right, made that man, leap there. Yeah, yeah, not got his dog. <laughs> and uh, Lee from Lee on Sea. Big Sam Allardyce in the palm in Dubai having a few beers poolside. That's exactly, exactly where I'd picture where I would Big picture Sam. Big Sam. I imagine he's got the suit on, but from the top half, and then shorts from the bottom half, and he's got penny loafers, and he's just sat there on a, on a lighter. That's there. exactly where Big Sam should be. Yeah. What's your favourites? My favourite is I saw Kevin Costner on a mountain bike in Saint Tropez, looking at a canvas being painted. Just a picture of that. He looked very hot. I don't know if that was like temperature or just, just you know. Just well, she's Melanie has capitalised hot, so I'm guessing she means hot, hot. H a w t. I would say. Just, I wonder if he bought that painting. <laughs> Never know. Johnny in London in 1996 he met David Bowie at Centre Park no. in Sherwood Forest. I just like it here. <laughs> <laughs> it's an eco. <laughs> it's like the Eden Project, but you don't have I to worry that. about the weather. David Bowie on his way to the archery. In, Not- in Nottingham. That's brilliant. Wow. I love that. Uh, good morning. Uh, is that Tony? It is, yeah. Tell us uh, who your famous person was on holiday and where you were. We were in Ibiza on a stag do, and uh, we were watching, I think it was the Euros when Spain won it. Yeah. And we were on the bar, and uh, one of the lads just turned around and said, Tony, grab the camera, it's Will I Am. And we all just bombed <laughs> out of this pub. And uh, yeah, he was walking along with his uh, minder, and um, yeah, we all got our photos with him. I was eating a, a mint cornetto. He was eating a mint cornetto. <laughs> the detail. Will yeah. I Am eating a mint cornetto in Ibiza. Yeah. <laughs> nice one, Tony. Cheers, pal. There you go, Ibiza. Stag doing Ibiza. Mint, mint cornetto. Having a mint cornetto with his mind. I love yeah. that. <laughs> You're listening to the best of Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Sarah Millican's here. Hello. The one and only. I'm awake now. That's good, isn't it? Yes, your Finally eyes are open. In. I know. I just came in. Just, just dark shades on. Just don't talk to me. Go away. <laughs> Slippers. <laughs> Slippers on and everything. Love it. Hi, Jason and Sarah. I bought my hubby a holiday for Christmas. That's a good what? one. On his own? Well, she goes on. <laughs> uh, but this is also an anniversary and birthday present for the next ten years. Wow, that's one hell of a holiday, good isn't work, it? Good work, Sue. Good work. <laughs> it must be a great holiday. Yeah, like if my wife said to me, what do you want? Genuinely, I'd say a holiday. And she'd be like, oh, great, where are we going? I'd say, well, that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure where you're off to, but I'm yeah. going X, Y and Z. That's <laughs> yeah. funny. A friend of mine, there's a, so the, the big game that came out this year was a game called Red Dead Redemption. It was a big sort of cowboy game on the PlayStation. Oh, stuff. right, like a computer game. A computer game, yeah, not like... Like a, an, on an Atari, would it yeah, be? Yeah, it's on, on, on the brand on new... On a ZX Spectrum Plus. It's on the, yeah, it's on yeah. the Amstrad CPC yeah. 464. And it's, uh, <laughs> it's come out, it's brand new. And a uh, little joystick <laughs> and everything. And a friend of mine genuinely said at Christmas, before we go, I like the game and a week off my duties as a dad and a husband. You can't get that was there. That was there. You can't ask for time off from your responsibility. <laughs> well, that's what he wanted. He was like, I well, she said no. I think she did, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. You can't. Well, when does she get her week off? I mean, this that's is. That's like a... when dads say they're babysitting for their own kids. It's all <laughs> yeah, wrong, isn't it? It really it's is. It's really wrong. wrong. Yeah. You mean... I'd like a week off. I'd like to turn back time and not have had children. That's what <laughs> <Yes>. he means. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you're not babysitting your own kids. That nope. is definitely. There's a lot of mistakes we make as fellas sometimes. Yeah. The worst one I've, I did, and this is. 
and I feel like I'm quite a progressive bloke, but yeah, I still... What did you do, Jason? Oh, God. So this was when my daughter was uh, about six months right. and um, we were in polite company with some uh, pals and they said, um, how's she sleeping? And I said, right through, absolute dream. And my wife went, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're sleeping. <laughs> She's waking up every oh couple of hours, God. but because I don't you breastfeed. You had no idea. Yeah, I was fast asleep. Well, see, I think your wife's doing a disservice there because she should have been telling you at least when you woke up in the morning. Yes, five times I've been up. Yeah, <laughs> she should have been telling you all of that. Yeah, the, she could have got a lot of morning out. I think the, that would have been really good. The tiredness competition between couples that you often have with kids. I'm tired. Well, I see. I see you're tired, and I raise you my <laughs> are you, tired. Are you the same in our family? If you're not the most tired, oh, then you're not tired. There's at no all. tired. No <laughs> yeah. second place tired. No. Top tired or not tired? Top tired or not tired? <laughs> So I'm talking this morning with Sarah Millican about uh, uh, about all the pets that you've got, all the different animals. All of them. There's only all three. That's quite a lot of animals. It's not. I mean, they are more than there are people. <laughs> yeah, you're outnumbered by, <laughs> yeah, by animals. Well, we're bigger than them. It's fine. Well, there is that, yeah. the um, My parents have got... They've still got all the animals in our family, really. That's where we, we go to. What to, have they got? They have got... They've just got two big dogs now. The cats have gone. I lost my... Well, I say I lost my cats in the divorce... They were the two things that we were both like, you have them. Oh. Yeah, you have them. Oh, uh, you no. have them. We were fighting over CDs and not over kids. Yeah, we were like, no, I'm not, I want the best of Lionel Richie, but you can keep Shylock. <laughs> That's what our cat was called. The best Lionel Richie's really good, though, I mean, it isn't is it? It is good. It's so good, let me tell you this. When I got burgled in about 1999, when I was at Salford University, they took everything... And they only left the best of Lionel Richie. It was just this one CD just left on the side. Were you offended? They just, they just, I was, actually, because I was like, not only have I been burgled, they've insulted my music taste. <laughs> Gary had his car broken into once and they left all of his CDs. They went through them, <laughs> properly went through them, but left them all. <laughs> a lot of Can prog rock in there, a lot of prog rock. <laughs> <laughs> Occasionally, obviously, when I go and pick the kids up, um, I'll see the cats, uh, you know, as a sort of like, we have a little, we're on a nodding relationship. Oh, really? Yeah. Aww. To be honest, for, for a long time... Me and the cat were very much just waiting for the other one to die. You know, like, he hated me, I hated him. So we've got one that's a bit like that. Yeah. he's he. You can stroke him three times and then he'll take your arm off. Yeah. Brody, Chief Brody, Chief named Brody. after the police chief in Jaws. Good name. Uh, and so you stroke, 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 say three strikes and you're out. <laughs> and then <laughs> right. he will try and... And sometimes he'll put all of his arms around your arm and then do the kicky thing. Oh, yes. And, yeah, I, it often looked like I was a self-harmer, but I was just because <laughs> cause he really hated me. So we've got one a bit like that. And I sometimes worry about, you know, how men die before women. Like, mm. I might end up like when Gary and I are old mm. he might go before me and it might just be me and the cat yeah. that one cat left the dog's gone the nice cat's gone left with a rubbish cat yeah just hissing at each other on the sofa the two of us that's what I yeah well that's what I think with the cat with the cats because isn't there that thing where if you die you know if you die in the house and nobody knows you died and you're in the house the dog will they'll just like lie down next to you and just die with you because they just love you so much and you're, you're gone now whereas a cat will be like I'll give it two days then I'm eating a face <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, like, I might uh, take that as a compliment. Uh, my respect. self-esteem's not great, so if somebody wants to eat my face, someone, the cat, I mean. The cat, yeah. <laughs> I'm thrilled. Out of respect. Out of respect, I'll give it two days. <laughs> and the dog only lies down beside you and dies with you because you can't open packets. Yeah, she's thick. <laughs> oh, well, what's the point? <laughs> yeah. what's if the only p- I could open that fridge door and get the ham out. <laughs> <laughs> it's that weird, like, thing they do on your leg where they, with, with oh, the claws. Oh, we call it munching, but it's like the padding. Yeah, yeah that yeah. thing, and people say, oh, it's because they love you, and I've always thought, I think they're tenderising the meat. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> they, they can't hold one of those meat tenderizers. That's it. They're they're just wooden like, block. They can't hold them with a little thinking, I'll give this about six months. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's changed. That that was the one thing, the nice thing that that cat sometimes does. Oh, sorry. Yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> sorry about Cheers. that. What, does it bring you little presents? Like? They don't go outside. Oh, Because we've got quite a busy road. Right, so yeah. we And we've got a, a cat servitory. You're welcome. Wow. <laughs> that's impressive. Um, it's a conservatory that we just let to the cat. So it's got loads of cat trees and <laughs> okay. sofas and things. Oh, that's and a good so, idea. And they get to watch that we've got a bird feeder outside. So we give them, like, we call it cat television. <laughs> yes. So they can watch the bird. And the birds all sort of, they, they, they're quite smug because they know they can't be got at nice. so they kind of flaunt themselves in of front course of the cats, so. and why not yeah <laughs> why not well i asked on on facebook for some funny names what people have called their pets oh, okay. cuz you've oh, got good. good names give yeah, me your so, names uh, chief brody is yep. the ginger one we've got a little tortoiseshell girl who's adorable called lieutenant ripley which is off alien alien yeah and the dog is called commander tuvok now the dog is from the rescue from the dog's trust who's oh, rescue right. yeah. but he was already called tuvok so it was i don't really believe in signs but that was really That's weird, weird yeah. so we just gave him his rank cuz it's only fair that he has a rank with the other two <laughs> Gary and I yeah. are only Mr and Mrs. Everybody on else has got a proper Outranked rank. Outranked by the pets. <laughs> so we've got a commander, a lieutenant and a chief. Lovely. But some are military and some are police, so they're not, yeah. you know, it's, so the, it's, I'm getting into There's the no cross-jurisdiction. No, no, they're fine. They're but all in charge of their own areas. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. There was a couple of crackers on here. Susie Goodyear messaged me, she said, we have Bruce Wayne Batcat. <laughs> That's what they've got. That's great. Yeah, he's a massive idiot, she says. He ate the Easter egg this year, foil and all. Wow. wow it's I mean, we've all done it, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Steve messaged me. This made me laugh. At uni, some friends uh, had a dog called Parsnip. They were having a food fight, and someone threw a parsnip at someone, but it missed, and it flew out the window. Eventually, someone decided to go out and retrieve it and clean up outside. Uh, there was no sign of the parsnip. Couldn't find it. But there was a parsnip-coloured stray dog sitting <laughs> there. It started whining at them and followed them in. The dog could not be traced to an owner, so they kept it and called it Parsnip, as it seemed like that Parsnip had transformed into a dog. <laughs> I think they were having a fun time at college. I've got a feeling there was a lot going on there. Yeah. It wasn't just the Parsnips they were taking. No. <laughs> Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Hello, it's Jason Manford. I've had some very, very funny guests on this show. Here are some of them. Rob Brydon, the man, the myth, the legend, is here. He's just sitting like an ordinary human being. Just sat here. Not yes. even an entourage. It's incredible. One PR it? person. Yeah. Just, that's it. Yeah, and she's not allowed to speak, so you really are <laughs> just stuck with me. You look well. Can I just Thank say, you. the listener can't see, Jason is wearing some sort of dark grey shorts mm. And a pale blue T-shirt with a logo. Look like a nine-year-old <laughs> who's been dressed by his parents in Portugal on holiday in a T-shirt bought from the resort. That is almost exactly right. I was the in... only thing that's unsettling is the full beard. Yeah, <laughs> that's what's throwing you. I was in the Isle of Man this week on tour. Right. And um, I got over there, not packed enough T-shirts for this beautiful weather. How long were you there for? Doing a summer season? No, I was only there Wednesday, Thursday. I just forgot. I just when you say I hadn't packed enough t-shirts, I packed how many one t-shirt. I packed one t-shirt right. and one shirt, and then I thought I don't want to wear a shirt. It's a bit no. too formal for wandering around getting an so ice cream. So you bought that on the Isle of Man. So I went to the Marks and Spencers and I bought a couple of t-shirts because it says Santa Monica, nineteen eighty-two. Oh, yeah, it. <laughs> don't be fooled. It's actually Marks and Spencers on the Isle of Man, <laughs> two thousand and eighteen, oh, two days ago. <laughs> it's not the same, is it? It's not quite the same, but uh, but, at but least you, be- you look good, though. You look good. But you always look good. Here's the thing about you. Oh, yeah. You are taller 
than people would expect. People tell me this. I am shorter than people would expect. I've been there when people told you that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they're not shy, are they? No, no. <laughs> I was on I was on a ship once filming hmm. a commercial. I can't remember what it was for. And as we're going through the corridors, a woman, Welsh as well, mm. came round the corner and went, oh, you're tiny, aren't you? <laughs> and then carried on her way. <laughs> nothing else. Oh, well, thanks for that. People do say weird things. People. I had one the other day. In fact, when I was in Marks and Spencer's getting this, a woman said, she said, can I get a selfie? I said, of course you can. She went, John, hold me Gaviscon. <laughs> <laughs> I was the voice of Gaviscon for a while. Of course you were. Would you like to hear it? I would love to hear it. (coughs) Gaviscon cool. What a feeling. Hey, that's good, isn't it? Thanks very much. You do go into the part of it as well. You you know, I treat them with the respect they deserve. Absolutely. I love a voiceover. Love a voiceover. Philadelphia with chives. That was me. How many do you do? Oh, I did loads. I don't anymore. They stopped using me. But I, I used to do the time. The Sunday Times is the Sunday Papers. I was wow. I was the guy who said, you know when you've been tangoed. You're not. That was me, yes. I'm genuinely starstruck. Thank for you very the first, much. I mean, of all the things you've done. <laughs> Thank you. I'm genuinely like... Finally, I get some respect <sighs> from you. <laughs> what year was that? Uh, the 90s, yeah. the late 90s. So you were responsible for all those kids getting their eardrums burst in playgrounds. Uh, yeah, I, I was the also the voice, so I was the end line, and on the radio ads, I was a variety of characters. They had some popular radio adverts. Yeah. There was, one, oh, there was a TV one with a pigeon at the top of a room, and then he jumps onto oh, a yeah. bed or something, and I, I did loads of those. Wow. They're, they are odd. I was a voice of a radiator in a British gas advert once. It's a good start, Jason. It's a good start. But <laughs> it's very please, much the bottom. Some wrong. Yeah. Don't, don't think you can get to Bryden levels <laughs> overnight. You've got, no, to put, you've got to put the hours in. Absolutely. I remember there being an American director for this advert. Yeah. He was down the line as well. He was in New York. Yeah. I was in Manchester with just this like grumpy engineer and all the execs and the you know the creatives mm. and the company. They were in uh, London. So it was all, everyone was just, nobody could see anybody. It was just a bit, it was oral stuff. Oral stuff, should I say. And uh, there was a moment where this American director, I'd done it five times, six times, 20 times, whatever it was. And then he went, can you, uh, and it was, I was talking to a lamp, I was talking to a lamp who was on the <laughs> side. And he went, hey, Jay, can you be uh, a little bit more flirtatious? <laughs> I was like, what are you on about? Is this your job? <laughs> Telling people to be flirtatious radiators. Well, they're trying to, they try to explain to you what they want. And, and it's, it's, not, it's not easy. Mm. I once did a session People should know that when you do it, you sit in a little studio on your own and everybody else is the other side of the glass, the producers, the creatives, the engineers. And then if they want to speak to you, there's a thing called talkback. They press a button and then you can hear what they're saying. Mm. But now and again, that button would go on accidentally. Oh, so you can hear And I remember once being in doing a voiceover and I, they didn't mean to have it open. One turned to the other and said, well, who booked him? (gasps) (laughs) That was a confidence booster. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> but lucky you now. Yeah. Lucky you now here. Grr. Sunday morning with me. I know. Good <laughs> Lord, I thought it couldn't get any worse. <laughs> this is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Have you seen this uh, story this week? This uh, dad who shoved his son uh, uh, to save a goal in an under eights match. No, it's amazing. Have a watch of this. No. Oh, where's the goalkeeper going? Make your fucking goal! Oh! <laughs> 
it's phenomenal, isn't so it? So bad. I mean, there's pushy parents, but that is. It's almost like he's using that little boy as like, as like a, a, a mitt, like, <laughs> yes. like a goalie mitt for like, yeah, keeping the ball away. I mean, there's. You know, you're allowed to nudge your kids in the right direction. And I'm sure you're allowed to throw them at the ball. If you've not seen the video, essentially, the kid's in net. The dad actually disturbs him. The dad actually goes, he obviously goes, he's on John or whatever a kid's called. Is that a kid's called John? I don't know. He's gone. Uh, he's gone. And the kid's walked over, but then the ball's coming. So the, the dad sort of give him a gentle, like, well, I say gentle, I'm being very, I'm being very kind. You're being there. very kind. He gives him a proper shove. He gives shove. him a proper shove. And then he saves... <laughs> he saves the goal. To ball. be fair, moral of the story is if you push your child, good things happen because it did save the goal. <laughs> it did, yeah. Um, I, I mean, you've not been experienced um, kids' football. No. Yeah, right. It's it's like a different world. It's not high on my list. No, I can imagine. I can imagine. But, you know, if you have kids at one point or you've got nephews or whatever, yeah. you know, you, you sometimes do turn up on a Sunday to watch these. And it's like. You see these parents. The parents are the worst. The kids are actually all right. The kids yeah. are just playing football. Yeah. So these parents have suddenly become experts. Push up, man on. <laughs> Go on like, what? Swing round, <laughs> hang a left, <laughs> below away. <laughs> let it go. <laughs> let it go, let it go. I'm trying to live my dreams vicariously through you. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty uh, It was pretty harsh, that, to be honest. Maybe that's what they should start doing in the professional game, just getting the goalkeeper's dad to stand near the goal. <laughs> yeah, give a little push. Get the ball, get the ball. You're listening to a compilation of the best bits of Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Because even funny people are allowed a day off. Stephen Bailey's still here. Still here. Still here. Still Not clinging. flounced out. And uh, Stephen Merchant joins us. I might flounce out. You, you never know. It depends do. what the questions are. <laughs> yeah, so I'm pretty... I'm you're like pretty, Andrew you're, Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, just you're answer the, the question. Yeah, the Paxman <laughs> of Absolute. That's exactly what they call me, I think. Uh, so you're... Cracky, you've had a busy old time. This this week, haven't you? Well, this week, I've been, this week, I have but... been uh, schlepping around yeah. talking about my film since the uh, for a month, wow. all over the states as well. And I'm, I'll be honest with you, mate, I'm phoning it in this morning. <laughs> That's fine. In fact, I asked you, I think, can I phone it in? <laughs> no, <laughs> but no, I've come down to the studio. Well, I'm really happy that you can. No, I appreciate down. me having the uh, this. Um... So your new film, Fighting With My Family, and uh, very funny, very funny. But also, not just funny. I think it's such a lovely, warm heart. It's just a, a, a film with a real lot of heart. It's really lovely. Have you seen it yet? I've seen the trailer, and I really want to see it. That's, is that enough? That's for... nothing. I don't know what that means. I've seen the trailer. the trailer. That's like going, I saw an ad. And is it based on a true story? It is based on a true story. Thank you for asking. Yeah, that's yes. right. It was uh, began life as a documentary that was on Channel 4, mm. um, seen not by me, but my dear friend Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Um, nice. He's such a close friend, I always refer to him as Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> and he was over here, he was making Fast and Furious 6, couldn't sleep one night, he was watching Channel 4, which is a lovely image to me. I love I the love idea that, that he's, he's watched the dispatches <laughs> and, um, yeah. and uh, Grand Designs. He's watched Shameless with subtitles. <laughs> exactly. The guy yeah. signing in the corner. He's, uh, he's waiting for uh, Late Night Hollyoaks, is that yeah. still on? Yeah, I, don't know. I think so. And um, yeah, on comes this documentary about this family of wrestlers from Norwich, England. Mum, Dad, all the kids, everyone wrestles. And they play to these little provincial, you know, uh, venues. And the family dream was to get the teenage kids into WWE, which is the big leagues in America of mm. wrestling. Only the daughter Paige got signed. She went off to the States. Her brother Zach got left behind. 
And he really responded to this story, The Rock, because he's from a wrestling family. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I got sent the documentary by him because he was looking for someone British to work on the script. He only knows two British people, I'm fairly sure. <laughs> I think it's me and uh, Jason Statham. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I mean, out of those two, I'm glad you wrote it. Well, you know, Statham can do 60 sit-ups um, in 30 seconds, but I can do 40 words a minute on the keyboard. <laughs> so I was a no-brainer. But um, Stephen, <laughs> how do you become friends with The Rock? Thanks for asking. That's I, the main thing that Stephen wants out of today's we're, conversation. Um, perhaps unsurprisingly, we're gym buddies. <laughs> no, we, we yeah. no, 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 no. He we did press his version. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, no, we uh, we did a film in 2010 together called uh, Tooth Fairy. Classic. Yes, thank Absolute you very much. Classic. Um, at, thank you. Have you seen that? Yeah, of course I've seen. It. I've got kids. Yeah, it's a bit. It's fun if you've got if you've got kids. You're yeah. sort of forced to sit through it. Um, yeah. So I did. So I've sort of known him since then, and we stayed uh, in touch over the years. You know, we would kind of uh, text periodically. I also went to um, WrestleMania. Oh, wow. The in big, Texas. The big event. With Dwayne. Wow. Which was crazy. And honestly, even when that guy walks on stage, I mean, you've got fans, Jason. I mean, I mean yeah. I'm sure when you walk on at the Apollo, people go crazy. <laughs> but you, it is nothing compared no, with The Rock walking into WrestleMania. That guy, there was 100,000 people there. He walked out. He had a flamethrower. Of course. He set fire to a sort of six-foot um, sign of his name. Yeah. Milked that for 10 minutes. Not wow. a word. Didn't say a word. Wow. Just him and a flamethrower. Yeah, I don't think my... Could you get away with that? Not you could probably do seven minutes on like just a flamethrower. Portsmouth Guildhall. <laughs> exactly. I don't put their, uh, sometimes the, when they introduce me, the applause doesn't last until I get to the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad to hear that. That, that does, always happens to go, me. Okay, fine. We're not That's doing so a Netflix funny. special then. It's like you can't play stadiums because you're just not going to make it to the <laughs> it's stage. It's too far. <laughs> it's too far. Mike's too far. <laughs> Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I've realised last week I didn't... I promised everybody on social media what I was... What I'd gone into hospital for, because I just oh, yeah. <laughs> randomly posted a picture. I got a photograph of somebody going, your mate's in hospital, and there was a picture of you doing sort of, sort of peace sign in, in a bed or something. Yeah, I was in hospital bed. Yeah. Well, it was weird, because I didn't... I was on... I'd been sedated, and... Uh, but my mum took a picture... On my phone of oh. me because she'd she'd come because I was sedated so she 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 is that what you did in my... the sign? I don't know why I've never done the peace sign in my life. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Yeah, um, just yeah, just put the. I'll do that then. And um, <laughs> and so and then yeah and then I woke up and uh, I was I had like five missed calls. You know, people my agent had rang me saying mm. ITV are worried because uh, I'm supposed to be filming a show for the next week. And you're like, in hospital. And you're in a peace sign. I was like. I'm not even, but I'm not. I'm not on social media. Don't I? And essentially, my mum had just took the picture and then, oh, shall nice. I put it on the thing? And she just done it. Okay. Put it on there. Everything's fine. Don't He's worry. He's not answering me. <laughs> anyway, I was in for um, a colonoscopy. Oh, nice. And uh, yeah, that was that was what I was in for. Right. Camera up the camera. old. Uh, How yeah. big's the camera? I mean, it's not. It's not like a full crew. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, no, it's sound, not a boom. It's not a boom. Sound man going <laughs> yeah. in. No, um, no. It's a, I presume it's very. I mean, to be fair, they didn't actually show it to me before they did it. Which now, it's probably best not to. Though, I isn't think it? so. I don't think you. This is it. At no point is it going to be good news. Is it bigger or smaller than the VHS cassette? <laughs> I think it's much smaller. Okay. Yeah. Just checking. Um, so yeah, camera goes up as a look round. Um, anyway, you can see it's on Channel Five next week. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be great. <laughs> Celebrity colonoscopies. Um, I mean, you say that. That could actually be a show at some point. How do you know what's normal? 
When you look, can you see the screen? No, so okay. I was sedated. So they. Yeah. Oh yeah. So you just thought, wow, <laughs> this is brilliant. Well, weirdly, the it's guy. Like the opening titles of Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> just going down a long tunnel. Well, I was having the gastroth, whatever the one that goes through your. Oh, one goes through the other. So end. I was having. Wow. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like a medical spit. Not roast. the same time. <laughs> Crikey! It was like the, it was like the doctors were playing kaplunk. Yeah. Um. So um. Yeah. That one down was there. there one a point there. where the cameras met. <laughs> Started feeding back on the screen. <laughs> What's that? He's got a camera in there. No, that's our camera. <laughs> we so, the problem. He swallowed the camera. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, no, I've been having this throat problem. Throat problem? Yeah. And they decided to go <laughs> take a camera up the other I end. I think he was a doctor. Are you sure he was he, a doctor? He had the coat on. That's enough, isn't it? I think so. We're going to need to go up the um, backside, sir. What, for me, throat? It's got, no, I've got a sore throat. Just give some tunes or unlock it, so that'll be fine. <laughs> no, it's an acid reflux thing, so oh, okay. they had to check both both sides. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a proper service. Like, they had a lot of rummage under the bonnet. They had oh. a couple of biopsies. I'll find out in a couple of weeks whether it's... Uh... But that sedation, wow. That's Never had stuff. that. Never <sighs> Well, I haven't. I've had a general before. You know, you have general anaesthetic and gone. But this was... He said, oh, you'll probably be aware of what's going on, but, you know, you won't care. Did he go, you won't care? <laughs> <laughs> just start... Like, yeah. What's the matter? And his face was like a pony's face. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was... Um, it was what, the weirdest bit is where they go, just, uh, you know, we're going to put a camera up the... Your backside, just try and relax. What word do they use? What do they use? Um, Arnous? <laughs> no, I don't know what they use, actually. What was the, what's rectum? The rectum? I guess rectum. would be the word. Maybe rectum, yeah. Yeah, and so <laughs> off they go and they put it up there. And obviously you're full, <laughs> you're full of air, aren't you? <clears throat> Are you? Yeah, you're full of air because obviously the door's been open. <laughs> yeah. Shut the door and let it draft in. <laughs> <laughs> this bloated monster. <laughs> and there's the air just seeps out every time you move. It's, oh, God. Oh, it's awful. I walked to the toilet, I was fired on every step. <laughs> but light one of them candles. Anyone got a candle? No, don't! The whole no. place will go up. <laughs> Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Alison June Smith is with me this morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. Apart from it's freezing, I have to get the jumpers out. I know it's happened. There was a there's part of my brain still going. I think that there's like an Indian summer coming, so I won't I won't I won't bother yet getting the jumpers out. I, I'm sure I was promised. Mm-hmm. There was moments during that heat wave. Do you remember the heat wave? Oh, uh, are you kidding? I forgot that there was even rain in Manchester. Yeah, it was, I forgot. It was gone. Yeah, and uh, halfway through that, someone was like. You know, this is going on till October. I was like, great. Yeah. And it didn't. It didn't. They I know. lied to us. They I lied. know. It. I know. And it is so cold. So cold this morning. The actual, like, frost on the windscreen this morning when I got in the car. I just, you know, I forgot. You've got to sit there for a bit. Mm-hmm. Forgot the sitting there bit. And now there's no CDs anymore, so you can't even scrape, scrape the ice <laughs> off anymore. Can't do you can't do that with an MP3. I didn't know you guys knew that trick out Hell here yeah. in the UK. In Canada, that's like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. In oh. Canada, they got proper frost, though. Well, that's yeah. In Canada, we have a blizzard right yeah. now, actually. There was oh, really? like, oh, yeah, five feet of snow. So that's why. Oh, my goodness. I, I don't know what would happen here. 
Oh, I mean, everything would stop. We, everything I mean, would stop. We yeah. stop at the at just the mention of stuff. I know. <laughs> it's so cute. That's what we do. We don't, we're just not good at any of the weathers. We're not good at a lot of heat. We're not good at a lot of cold. A lot of leaves. None of these things. A lot of leaves. That one blew my mind one time. Yeah. we got to stop the trains. There's leaves. What? <laughs> Do you I not know. expect it? But this is the thing. Every year it's the same thing, isn't it? There will be rain, there will be leaves, there will oh, be snow. Oh, it's a surprise every year, though. <laughs> every year they're like, has it always been this cold? And, <gasps> yes. I mean, I've got to say, I was shocked at how cold it was this morning when I got in. Sure. And I'm in a higher car as well. Because my car failed its MOT. Oh. I hate that car. It's that time of year. God, I hate that car. So bad. And you probably have a real nice car too, don't you? Nope. <laughs> I did before I, have, I had children. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had a lovely car. Aww. And now I don't. I can't even tell you what I want to call that car. I hate that car. We just we hate each other, though. I can tell. Aww. It's just a hateful hurt. You know when you're in like a bitter relationship and you just can't get out? Yeah. That's what me and the car are like. <laughs> I never take it for a service on time and it lies to me about how much petrol it's got left. Like, it's just a, <laughs> just a horrible hateful relationship <laughs> then it went and failed and then it went and embarrassed me in front of those mechanics and failed its <laughs> anyway it's fine it's only another 15 years I can get a nice car again uh, <laughs> I know that's not the way to look at you children's childhood <laughs> Matters. I'm moaning about <laughs> mechanics, about my car, about my, how cold it was, about my life. I go to press play, none of that works. And then it all works. That's what I, I, don't, I don't know if you were listening, but essentially, <laughs> I, if you press play, it should play. Yeah. And then it didn't play. And then it all played mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah. Look, I didn't go in a full rage, which would have happened at home where I just pressed play loads. Ah! And then suddenly we're like, this is the 10 o'clock news. That could have easily <laughs> happened. I, 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 I rage at inanimate objects a lot. Do you? Oh, yeah. I think I take it out on them rather than people. Rather than people, yeah. Yeah. I remember once my wife walking in, just, I was, as I was, I grabbed the computer monitor uh, and, and I was, I'd actually turned it to face the printer and I was going, it's there! <laughs> You can find it. It's there. Like, like I was making it look at the yeah. printer. That's printer rage. Maybe I've may have better speak to someone. <laughs> I like that you're directing it at objects, though. Look, it's subconsciously. Quite, yes. you're, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm delightful to people. Absolutely <laughs> delightful. Even when they are not, they don't deserve it. When they're not delightful. I had a very, I had a very weird situation happen to me last week. I don't know if I've told this already. I'm going mad. Anyway, I went to you. I was in a building, and um, I know these stories get better. All right, Joe. <laughs> Producer Joe, there having a little giggle at the start of my anecdote when I was in a building. I was in a building one time. And... Look, my life's just different from yours. What can I tell you? That's showbiz. I was, in a, I was in a building. And I'd come down uh, to, to leave, and the receptionist was there. She was doing a Sudoku or whatever. And, um, and I just said, uh, excuse me, where are, the, um, where are the toilets? And she went, um, the men's toilets. It was in London. <laughs> I said, yeah, because that's, that's a very different question, isn't it? That's, that's I, I need a wee, or I'm a bit of a pervert. Yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's only one. I, I just need a wee. The man's toilets. I went, yeah, yeah, the man. She went, well, I don't know, do I? I'm a woman. 
Oh. I was like, that's this is not a agenda thing. This is just your job. To know where the toilets are. I said, well, where are the women's toilets then? Because usually, in my experience, they're nearby. <laughs> they're near each other. They're using the same water system. Well, the women's are on the first floor, she said. Anyway, I went up there. There was the men's. I was like, what, you've never seen them? Livid I was. Did you inform her? On of the way the... out, I said, yep. by the way, for future reference, men's are near the women's. So you never have to be that rude again. I didn't say that bit. That was a bit I said in my head as I left. That's okay. She wasn't looking at you anyway when you no, left. No, she was in the middle. She was right in the last two squares of a Sudoku. <laughs> I, I've, got, yeah. I've got calmed down. I've got calmed down this morning. Just, I need to... The car was so cold, though. I know, I know. So cold. I don't know, hire car. Oh, I need to... I need to just get over myself today. That's what I need to do. Music matters.